Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim with Ed and uh, Tim Wildman, Ed Battagliano. It's Steve Jordahl. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody. Nick Logan is still with us. Uh, Invited Nick to hang around for a few minutes. Uh, Nick's from uh, Bristol TN and VA. That's right. Depending on what time of the day, which part of the – that is an interesting uh, Bristol, Tennessee I'm talking about. Oh, absolutely. is, is town really split in half? Split oh, yeah. in half. Yeah. You've been to the NASCAR race there? I have. That's what I was yeah. going to say. We're from Tennessee when there's races are on, or from Virginia yeah, when the races are off. <laughs> I've been to a couple of those races. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have, what too. What a great uh, yeah. the Coliseum. It's a huge building. Well, you know how many people sit in that stadium? 160,000. It's the largest stadium in America. Yeah. In an in a oval, I yeah. think. Enclosed. Uh, yeah. Huh? yeah. I mean, uh, for, for comparison, a lot of the big college football stadiums like Texas A&M and Alabama and 103,000. Yeah. Right. But you have 160,000 60, at this place watching but two times a year at the race. I was part of and uh, my name might not be in the Guinness Book of World Records but I was part of the 160,000 did the largest wave ever. I have to check the book. You mean when you were at the race there? Everyone did the wave. Everyone did the wave, and it was certified at the Guinness Book of World Records as the largest crowd ever to do it. And I have to go back and check and see if they put my name in the book. Maybe they might have. For for, for millennials who are listening, what is a wave? Oh, really? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Remember when the wave was the thing? About 10 years, right? The uh, wave? I don't know. 15, you I'm usually do. 20 years behind. The, the, <laughs> You're just the cool getting into stuff. it. <laughs> did, did hockey? Did, did hockey fans do the wave? That didn't seem. I don't, that th- I don't think that they didn't really, seem like a hockey thing I don't to think me. They really do the wave. Now I've seen Ooh. the beach, big beach ball, or, or they'll or they'll pass a flag, a huge flag, where they'll all yeah. grab a, a part of it and, and send hockey, it. I've never seen the hockey wave. Hockey just seems, seems too manly. To be yeah, doing, you be know, doing the, the way the way is kind of amazing. Huh? Woo! Yeah, I don't yeah. see that yeah, at okay. a hockey rink. And usually, right in the most important part of the game, what are you doing? Aren't you watching this game? <laughs> right, right. We're not here to do the. I, I, yeah, uh, I did. I did the. I participated just to be a team sport. Yeah. In the wave, mm-hmm. but I it wasn't. It wasn't inside me. It, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. you, you, I did, your I heart wasn't. I, in I stood it. up halfway yeah, just you, so I wouldn't be a. Why? Why are you? Why aren't you, Dad? Why aren't you? Yeah. Your waves. heart wasn't in it. My heart wasn't in it. Yeah. That's right. You were kneeling in your heart. <laughs> no, what do you mean? Well, you weren't standing. <laughs> Don't you call were... in Kaepernick me, <laughs> No, Steve. I'm not. Actually, I think I'm, I'm not kneeling. I think I'm Eddie. Coach kennedy in you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Speaking you... of Coach Kennedy, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, we need to – thank you for reminding me. Hiram Sasser is Executive General Counsel for First Liberty Institute in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. They're a national – First Amendment, religious freedom uh, law firm, and uh, they represent Coach Kennedy, and they did so at the United States Supreme Court. Just yesterday, I believe. Yesterday, yeah. and uh, Hiram has been on with us before he joined us from uh, from Dallas. Good morning, Hiram. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. Sorry to keep you holding there. I just uh, 
Well, we got into these really, really critical issues. Yeah, deep issues. issues that needed yeah. time. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, Hiram, did I get? Did I describe the uh, First Liberty Institute correctly? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we've been around for um, a few decades and doing religious liberty cases all across the country, defending the, uh, defending and restoring religious liberty for all Americans. All right, uh, you guys defended Coach Kennedy. What's Coach Kennedy's first name? Joseph. I Joseph. Believe. Joe. Joe, yep. Joe. Uh, where's he from? Well, he's originally from Bremerton, Washington. Uh, the uh, where where uh, the school district fired him. Uh, it's not the first time that they uh, they kicked him out. When he was a kid, they they kicked him out too because he was he was a little too little little rough around the edges. Uh, I think the way he said it is a, he he he's been kicked out of every school in Bremerton at some point or another. <laughs> When and, did uh, uh, when, when when did he? Uh, this seems like it was five six years ago when he got fired by the school district for praying after a football game. Yeah, it was almost seven years ago. It'll be seven years uh, this October. Why does it take seven years to reach the Supreme Court? I mean, it... well, I mean, we you know we we started off in the district court. We went to the Ninth Circuit. We went to the Supreme Court once before. Uh, only four justices, uh, they, they wrote us something to kind of give us a roadmap to go back. We went back down, uh, to the district court, went through all the discovery, went back up to the ninth circuit, and then now back to the, uh, back to the Supreme court. So seven. It's, it's, it's been a journey. Seven years. Okay. When was the hearing for, for coach at the Supreme court? Uh, at the Supreme court that was on Monday morning. Monday. Okay. Mo- Monday morning. Who represented y'all? Uh, well, it was us at First Liberty, and then a law firm by the name of Kirkland and Ellis, and Paul Clement from Kirkland okay. uh, is the one who you hear on the audio doing the well, argument. Was Coach Kennedy in the courtroom? No, they only at the Supreme Court right now. They're only allowing two lawyers per side, and that's it. No other. No. Oh other yes, spectators. to protect the public from COVID. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> yes. they still got. The, I read that the, the other day. The COVID stuff. Going Absolutely. On. They care. <laughs> Um, listen, Washington, D.C., the government, federal government, this is an aside that I'm about to commentary and it's free. Yeah. They don't want to reopen to the public. The Capitol Visitor Center is not, uh, I mean, that we're waiting on that to reopen. And the, the, a lot of these federal agencies in Washington, D.C., now the, the Smithsonian's are back open again. Yeah. But they don't re- want to reopen and they're using COVID as an excuse. Uh, that's my opinion. All right, let's get back to the subject at hand, the topic at hand. Steve, did you want to? Well, I was just going to say, to be fair, have you seen how old the, most of the people in Washington in power are? And, you know, so, oh, so they're more at risk from COVID this, than most of us. Is this ageism, Steve? Yes. Is this what you're doing? It's, no, uh, I'm just stating a fact. Okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah. But, well, no, you're right. Digress. Okay, so what happened? Uh, do you think the court is going to what, – what happened with the questioning? And do you think that, Hiram, there's a chance that the court will uh, – will rule the right way and say that uh, Coach Kennedy had a right to pray after the game. By the way, he wasn't compelling the football players on his team to to, to do anything religious, right? No, I, he, the, the relief that we're seeking in the case is for him to be able to pray by himself. And, uh, you know, the other side keeps wanting to make it about him praying with the players. Uh, and certainly that's what happened in the past and had happened for – a number of years, but it 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 wasn't 
part of what his religious calling was. His religious calling was for him to pray uh, by himself out there on the 50-yard line. And so that's what we're just trying to, trying to, uh, trying to achieve at this case. Uh, we're hopeful um, that uh, after the argument that, uh, uh, that we can get to that, get to that place. But I mean, you know, you just, you just, you never know anymore where, where, uh, where judges are going to be. We'll have to wait until the end of June to find out the, 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 the find out what the court decided to do. Hiram, uh, what happens, uh, this is, uh, Ed Vitagliano. What happens if the Supreme court vindicates coach Kennedy and says you, you need to be given, he needs to be given his job back and then, and he has to have the right to pray at, at the, the center of the field if he wants. What happens once he starts doing that if other players decide they want to join him? I mean, how would he, how would he stop them from doing that? Well, the, uh, first off, you know, he really wants to just pray silently. Right. And so to, you know, to a certain extent, um, it's, it's very difficult or almost impossible really to join him in, in that way or even know what he's saying, because um, that's what he's trying to get back to. Um, but, you know, he also, you know, one of the things that we said before is that if they, if he's taking a knee, you know, and it's only 15 to 30 seconds, and someone happens to go out there uh, uh, and take a knee as well, like he doesn't have a duty to, like, you know, pray with his eyes open to see if somebody does that right. and then run away if they come. This is just so silly. I know. This is so silly and unnecessary. You got these Christian, anti-Christian bigots out there, a lot of them on the West Coast, quite frankly. Right. Who uh, don't want the, the coaches have the coach, the game's over. Tell me if I'm right, Hiram, the game's over. The locker room. Well, yeah, and he, and, he want, and he wants to do it in a way that when it's when after the players have left the field, um, That's what I'm saying. The game's know, over. And, the, but immediately after the game, but after yeah. the players have left the field. Yeah, and uh, so the, the school district said, no, you're you're violating separation of church and state. Oh, my goodness. It's absolutely ridiculous. I I, I'm, I know you're uh, cautiously optimistic, Hiram, but I'm thinking the Supreme Court probably wouldn't have taken this case had they not intended on, well, the ones who agreed to hear it uh, on supporting right. the, uh, the Coach Kennedy's right to pray. But it, we'll know by the end of June what the decision is. Thank you, Hiram, for your work. And, uh, and I know it's pro bono and you're supported as a charity and we continue to encourage people to, to, uh, support you guys. All right. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having us. Okay. Thank you. That's a Hiram Sasser from the, he's general counsel for the first Liberty Institute. Uh, and we appreciate him joining us. You're listening to today's issues on American family radio. Today's issues, is the name of the show. I'm Tim with Ed and Steve Jordahl and Nick Logan's in studio with us. Nick, just to put a wrap on what we were talking about before the break, back to our the credit card processing that you guys do and the reasons you left uh, to start your own company, which is a, a Christian family-based uh, company. How have you how, how have you guys – you started in what year? Started 2001. And you've grown? Uh, immensely. God's blessed yeah. it. and. Really, the cancel culture that's come about with these other payment processors canceling faith-based, canceling conservatives has really been really good for our business because we've set up a system where we can protect 
those organizations from getting turned off. So you're pro council culture. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yeah, I just love it. <laughs> because you I benefit love bring from that it. business. <laughs> no. no, I'm, I'm no, teasing. Yeah, I know you are. I'm, I'm teasing. Yeah. Uh, thank, thank the Lord, and I mean that in a serious way that you guys are there. Um, and uh, I just want to tell folks, listen. Uh, if you want to check out Cornerstone Payment Systems and use, uh, you have an offer you make. Yeah, here's what we do. Because of our volume and 20-plus years in business, if you're a ministry or a business that accepts credit cards or ACH checks, we will quote our rate for you. We guarantee to save you money. And after saving you money, we make an ongoing donation to AFA. And it's very easy to sign up. There's no obligation, but our guarantee has been in place for 20 years. If you go to cornerstone.cc forward slash AFA, there's a little form you can fill out, and one of our folks will give you a call. Okay. You have to wear a mask while you're doing this? <laughs> oh, not if you're sitting down. It's, uh, as long as you're standing, sitting down. Yeah. Oh, or if I you're got eating. You. Okay. Yeah. If you're eating. Okay. All right. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate Thank it, my work, my friend. Thank you. Good to have Nick uh, Logan in studio with us uh, today. Steve, go ahead. Um, I just have to mention this because I'm going through my Twitter feed. <laughs> the, uh, the lives of TikTok, I don't have the audio of this probably for good reason, but uh, the lives of TikTok has a, uh, a transgender uh, a woman who wants to be a man who uh, had a gynecologist appointment and was upset because the doctor misgendered him as a her or her as a her called her a woman and and she's obviously she says i'm not a woman i'm a man at my gynecologist appointment it's just you it's, lost me there steve. bizarre <laughs> did you That's, track all that ed uh, uh steve did his best okay. <laughs> huh? so this is an actual biological woman yep. who identifies as a man yep uh-huh and wow she she identifying as a man went to her appointment yes with a woman that is, doctor that is solely for the purpose of examining a woman right and then she posing as a, claiming to be a he got angry at the woman doctor who Calling misgendered her, her, her as a woman yes how dare you call me a woman, my God. That, that is as strange <laughs> is as, that's is, as strange as I've heard. This is the twenty twenty two version of who's on first. This, that, that's, that's that is huh? just I don't know even know what to what to say about it, it that. Just, it gets more that, and more that, bizarre. What Steve did to me right there was like a, an algebra problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know what I'm saying? Math yeah. is hard. That, yeah. When, when and we, so is this. And that uh that's well. Again, every day these things happen shows you the insanity, literally the insanity of promoting the idea that you can choose what sex you are, and everybody should be good with that. Right? Did you see yesterday? Uh, there was a report out of the Rikers Prison in New York, the famous Rikers. I don't know what. Oh, yeah, Rikers Island. Yeah, Rikers Island Prison. Yesterday, there, it's in the news. If you. There was a man sentenced to prison. He says, I'm a woman. And they say, okay, go over there with all the women then. The women, you know, you, you're going to be assigned to be in the women's section of the prison. Well, yet uh, he, got, he got arrested, <laughs> I guess, in jail because he raped a woman. 
That's not funny. I'm not laughing because he raped he he raped a fellow inmate who is a who is a real woman because he was put in the prison population with all the women, even though he was a, a man. Well, I, I'm surprised that this has not happened. I'm talking about men identifying men male prisoners identifying as women to get into the women's prison and get away from the other guys. I'm surprised that that hasn't happened by the hundreds. It's going thousands. to. It's going to more. In fact, there was another story the other day about two inmates. I forgot what was a prison. Two female inmates were pregnant. Yes. They got impregnated by a man who said he was a woman so he could be put in the women's uh, part of the prison. Right. You, um, know, you, you, think, these, you think men aren't going to find that angle absolutely attractive? If you were just a – if you were not a Christian and you didn't care about truth or anything like right. that – and you're a guy, and you get to choose between. Listen, I can go over there with all these men, uh, and what I, and what happens there, right? That we all know about. Yes. In, in the men's part of a uh, like a state pen or tentry or federal, or I can say, I'm a woman. I want to go over there with the women. Well, then I'm going to say I'm a woman because I don't want to go over here with all these brutes. And split, you know what I'm saying? And see, when the transgender movement first started picking up steam, there were usually requirements that in order for us to accept your claim that you are transitioning from man to woman, you had to be on some drug regimen already. That's gone away. Now it's just simply, I said I am. You have no right to question it because I shouldn't have to physically transition in order to identify as a woman so what's going to happen is you're just going to have men saying me too count me in i've got five years i've been sentenced to five years in prison i'm doing it in the woman's prison not in the men not in the, with the men right where i can get Steve. beat up all right uh we've been talking a little bit about disney and its hypocrisy uh we noted that it's still while it is um it has caved to pressure and and is uh, totally opposing the Florida parental rights bill and making all big waves about being pro-LGBT. It is also doing business in countries where, uh, we, we mentioned the other day, where LGBT is illegal and uh, discriminatory against gay people, and they seem to have no problem with that. Well, I think the walls are closing in on Disney because there's a report today that Disney is refusing to cut 12 seconds out of the new Doctor Strange film, and um, it's one of the Marvel Universe characters. And in this film, there is a character, a superhero, who just says that she grew up with two moms. That, that's the extent. There's no sexuality in it, just as a discussion about her growing up in a home with two moms. Well, Saudi Arabia and Qatar, Qatar and Kuwait said, you need to get rid of that 12 seconds. Disney said no, and their movie is, as of this point, banned. In those markets, well, Disney would say we're acting on conviction right there, and it should be we're being consistent. I would say probably they did that because the spotlight is on them right now for exactly. their for their hypocrisy and their inconsistency. Because Disney, if China if China says do something, uh, and this is true of all Hollywood, Hollywood will censor and or cut out uh, scenes. In movies, uh, and the reason Hollywood does that, including Disney, is because the huge market that is China. They can make a lot of money over there, so they're willing to. Well, they'll have to. China does not allow homosexual content 
right in films so if they so want to go there if they want to go there they'll have to cut it this will be very interesting to see uh what disney will do in that case yeah. disney yeah. slash marvel next story steve all right hey um someone went and got the political donations of all of the uh, tech companies uh, the employees how they're donating <laughs> Um, Boy, there's suspense building here. Yeah, I bet you can never figure it out. In fact, somebody tweeted out, I fear Elon Musk could undermine the ideological diversity, equity, and inclusion of Twitter, which currently maintains a careful balance of 98.7% donations for one side. <laughs> and what is that side? I'm is guessing it starts Oh, drum roll. <laughs> it starts with a D and rhymes with Democrat. Yeah, rhymes oh, with well. Democrat. I, I was leaning in that direction. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I saw the list Let this me morning at our Hand show meeting. Me. It is all the way down. Yeah. Those kind of numbers. What, for those who aren't clear on what we're talking about here, uh, is this who, who who provided this information? Uh, I think you might see at the bottom there. Source uh, for responsive Center for responsive, Center for responsive politics. politics. What we have in front of us here are the all these big companies, their household names. They're the, these are the employees for said companies: Netflix, Twitter, Airhub, Apple, Stripe, Lyft, Google, uh, Facebook, uh, Tesla, eBay, PayPal. Anyway, Microsoft, Amazon, Uber. I mean all the way down. These are uh, a lot of the Silicon Valley-based companies. They're big social media. They're giants in the industry. Uh, and their employees make political contributions and they make all their, so their employees, I'm looking down here, uh, Apple, 97.5% of the political contributions made by their employees went to Democrats. And by the way, at the bottom, this says based on FEC data released October 26th, this is past so year, Federal Elections Commission, yeah. Amazon, uh, 90% of Amazon employees. So what does this mean, guys, I, we're about out of time. This has to mean that these corporations only hire people who are Democrats or either who think they're, they're liberal in their thinking or they're, quote, progressive. They nope. don't need – conservatives need not apply. Most of these companies are based in California in the Silicon Valley, which uh, probably diversity-wise, that's pretty close to what the general population. Well, is I thought they prided themselves. I thought they prided themselves on diversity. Yeah, I would imagine that if you apply, okay. Now, I, I can't prove this, but this would be my suspicion. I know what you're going to say. That they would ask you in your application, you know, are you supportive of what church do you go to? You go to a Baptist church. Well, may, they may. Do they go to a Baptist I, they, church. They might not ask that, but they but they would say, "Are you supportive of LGBTQ? Right. All these kind of right. things." And they probably screen out people who do you would give say, to the NRA. Right. Right. Uh, well, then you're not you're not even. They, they may not say it like that, yeah. but they're going to look at your resume and going, "Hmm." They may go onto your Facebook page. Yeah. And they'll find out. I, I mean, that's. I, I don't know how else you get those kind of numbers. Someone needs to go to the conservatives of those companies and tell them about Cornerstone Payment Systems. Amen. There you go. Amen. Hey, uh, Brent, did you put this on our Facebook page? Brent will. What we've just discussed here, so you can see this for yourself. Um, this is, this, I, I'm even stunned at this. I'm, I thought it'd be 80-20. Right. Or 70-30. But this is almost, this is 90 plus percent of what all donations. the top one was? Netflix is 99.6. Yeah, they're hemorrhaging right now. Yeah. And we're all sad about that. <laughs> 
Netflix is hemorrhaging right now. Uh, so the donations from Netflix employees to the Democrat Party are going to be off because they don't. Uh, many of them are losing their jobs. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here. Thank you, Steve. A pleasure. Well, thanks to Fred, Brent, Ed, and Nick Logan, our guest. We'll see you back tomorrow.